The biggest hurdle between me and eating healthy, delicious meals for lunch is decision fatigue. Honestly, by the time lunchtime rolls around, I've already made like a thousand decisions from what my toddler should wear to how much I want to argue with her about how you have to brush your teeth in the morning, you know? <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, I absolutely agree. And like I have taken to doing meal preps or like buying a bunch of ready to eat meals to like heat up quickly. And I recently tried Factor. And let me tell you, Factor is like 12,000 steps above and beyond any ready to meet eat meal I have ever tried before. That's right. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started and get after your goals. I tried the two-minute meals where I could fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. And they also offer pancakes, smoothies, and more. There's a wide variety of easy options throughout the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Plus, there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Factor is also flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution when you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And you don't want to make any more decisions because you're exhausted, like me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 and use code justbreakup50 to get 50% off. That's code justbreakup50 at factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 to get 50% off. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who is feeling resentful of how a, a friend dismissed her trauma. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. We are not. We are not professionals. We don't have any special training to do this. So please take our advice as you see fit. We are only here to offer our very humble musings. So hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love. All right, let's just dive into today's letter. This letter is from Resentful AF, whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing to us from the UK. A uh, quick content warning, this letter contains references to sexual assault. I've debated writing this for a while, but I feel like now is the time. A, a few years ago, I was in a situationship with someone, let's call him Daniel, he, him, and we were absolutely best friends. We hooked up drunkenly on Halloween and kept it going for a few months. Looking back, it was very confusing as we hid the relationship from friends and said it was strictly hooking up, but he told me that he loved me and we went out with his parents, etc. The romantic slash sexual side of our relationship fizzled out when I realized he was interested in pursuing other girls whilst keeping me a secret and that just wasn't for me. During Would this you? transition back to strictly friendship, I was sexually assaulted by a mutual friend of ours. Daniel was the first person I told about this. I was so confused about what had happened and just needed to confide in someone. 
I described what had happened and Daniel seemed shocked by it. But when I told him not to say anything to anyone, his tone changed. He replied with laughing emojis and I kept repeating to him not to say anything to our mutual friend who didn't remember the assault as he was drunk. And he kept saying, oh, why not? He'd think he'd find it funny. Mm. I was confused, but Daniel kept referring to it as something funny and that it would be payback for some argument they had a while ago. I didn't realize that at the time how hurtful he was being and truly hadn't processed the assault, never mind the conversation with Daniel. Fast forward to 2022. To cut a long story short, after that, I ended up stuck in, abu- in an abusive relationship with the man who had assaulted me. I have been out of that relationship for a few years, and I'm now in the happiest, most loving one. And my friendship with Daniel is limited to the occasional pub night out. <laughs> I recently rediscovered the conversation we had about the assault, and despite spending years recovering from my relationship with the abuser, I felt so much anger and betrayal. Why had I brushed this conversation under the rug? Why didn't I say anything? And some parts of me were even blaming myself for the abusive relationship that followed. I regularly see Daniel posting feminist quotes on social media and particularly with the hashtag me too movement. He is constantly posting things about how men can do better and how disgusting these acts of harassment are. I know people can change and I know people can change, but I feel so angry whenever I see them. The same man now supporting women on social media was also literally laughing at my assault because he thought it was funny. He knew this relationship with the abuser didn't end well, and I'm certain he has pieced together some things that happened through stories of the breakup and our mutual friends, but I never explicitly told him what happened in the months after the assault. Again, people are capable of change, and I want to believe he is now doing better. And deep down, I know that he probably doesn't even remember our conversation. Really, it is a positive that he is now recognizing the ways in which men can do better. I'd obviously rather this than him continue to laugh at sexual assault. But I feel resentful and so sad for my younger self that she did not get the patience or understanding she deserved after such a traumatic time. Mm. We were 18 when this happened, and we are now 20. 24, and I just don't want to spend years being angry for something I can't change. I now removed him from my social media, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on how I can continue my journey of growth without being so resentful. All my love. X. All right. Resentful AF. Um, thank you so much for writing to us. Uh, I'm really sorry that this experience happened to you. Um, not just the assault, not just the abusive relationship, but also what Daniel did in response to that assault. Um, and, and I know that that hurt you deeply. Um, and I, I think it's really understandable that you are holding onto that hurt, that it's still part of your understanding of what happened to you and that it's, it's mixed in with a whole bunch of other stuff around the assault, around the abusive relationship. Um, and, and all that to say that I know that you're sort of in, in a hard place right now. And Sierra and I are so thankful that you're inviting us to be with you in that hard place and to hopefully offer some perspective and some love. Um, and we're going to get into that in just a minute. 
All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karakal jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. (laughs) Stop wasting money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, my darling, thank you so much for writing and for trusting this letter. As everything Sam has already said, I adore you and I am in such admiration of your heart and your desire to move along your healing journey 
like letting this go. That's really what I read in this letter of like, this is, this is frustrating and unjust. And I Mm. don't, it's not a part of my healing journey anymore. Um, and I think that's so admirable and brave of you and, and emotionally mature. And I also want to say like, just out the gate, it's okay to be resentful. Um, blanket statement over the rest of this uh, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna try to like give you ways in which to view this so that you can let go of some of the resentment or recycle it into a different emotion that's more useful for you but it's it's no less like enlightened to be angry or to resent Mm -hmm. someone for moving through the world with seemingly no consequences for something that they did that really really hurt and disappointed you for sure you're not for sure you, you know, you're not less of a person or you're not like farther back on your healing journey because you carry this resentment. And also, I know that I, too, have come to different places in my life in which I said this this emotion no longer feels productive for me. I don't want to feel it. I don't relate to it. I don't like thinking about this person. You know, all of these things. I know why you're ready. And I also just want to say it's OK that you're here. I also want to say to you. And that 18-year-old, um, the one that you were thinking of when you reread those text messages, the one that you asked, like, why didn't I respond differently? Why didn't I tell him to, like, sh- you know, to shove it or to- how hurtful this was? That 18-year-old self was doing the best that they could in that moment with the tools and experiences they had when they were put into an impossible situation. You were carrying so much and you reached out to a trusted friend. And when we are put into situations under stress or duress or pain that we think are going to go one way and they go the other, it is not on us to expect us to, to react perfectly or differently or to defend ourselves in the moment. I mean, I have so much compassion and empathy for that 18-year-old who didn't say fuck you to the to the friend. I didn't say fuck you to, to, to my people either. I didn't. I think it's so reasonable that that 18 year old didn't push back because that's everything we have ever been taught about sexual assault, right? Is that it is a joke and it is something to, to, to brush off. It is something to question. And so you, you did what you were, were trained to do by culture. Right. And, and not just that, like our interpersonal relationship dynamics are so confusing and honestly i was confused by his reaction i would have been like it would have taken me days or months or years to sort of process his reaction so i'm leading with this just so that you can immediately alleviate that 18 year old self from any other response there was no other response because you were put in a traumatizing confusing situation Mm -hmm. that you thought was going to be safe and you responded the best way that you could Absolutely. Absolutely. And the the cause for that confusion, the cause for that trauma wasn't you, right? It was the person who did this to you and it was Daniel. Those are the people with whom the fault lies. And so as you're thinking about this as well, I want to just make really clear that like you didn't cause this to happen. It's not your fault that it happened. And it's not your fault that you didn't say anything to to him and it's not your fault that you got into this abusive relationship with this person right there's the 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 fault here is on the people who are causing you harm and yeah. we can we can speculate about like 
why Daniel responded in the way that he did. There's probably a bunch of different reasons that we can come up with, and I'm not super interested in that. I'm more concerned about the fact that what, for whatever reason he did this, this caused you an immense amount of pain, confusion, and that's that's still sitting with you. And I think that you are absolutely entitled to sort of not have this person in your life anymore, right? Sounds like you cut him off on social media. You know, if you see him at the pub and you want to leave because he's there, like I wouldn't blame you for that one bit. And I think that there's probably healing that can definitely come from that. And we can talk about like what that healing might look like. I also do want to create a space where you could have a conversation with him about how this has landed on you. Um, right. Especially because he is in this place where he's trying to where at least out loud, at least publicly, he is trying to sort of own the idea that men should be doing better and that men should be responding to sexual assault and harassment differently. And so I think that there is a place where you could say to him, Hey, I'm not saying this to make you feel bad, right? I'm not saying this in a way that I'm trying to accuse you of anything. And I want to talk about what happened when I was assaulted and I disclosed to you because it's, I'm holding on to it and I don't want to be holding on yes. to it anymore. Right. Yeah. So this is what happened and this is how it landed on me. Yeah. And as somebody who is really trying to shift the narrative around sexual assault and sexual harassment, I want you to know that this is how it landed on me so that you can do what you need to do to figure out how you're going to be doing things differently in the future. Right. Like yes. that's something that I think could be helpful to say, I like to get beautiful. that piece out. Right. Yes. Um, and I also totally understand if that's not at all interesting to you. Right. Like yes. I totally get that there, like there is a part of, if there's a part of you that's like, no, fuck that man. I do not want him in my life anymore, which is also really fine. Yes, I totally agree. You can say, I don't need you to do anything. I, you know, this is just something that has been sitting on my heart that I've decided would be beneficial for me to share with you. Um, I just want you to know what I've been carrying all these years. That is totally right. That is a, that is a valid choice right there that I think could, could bring you some healing. Um, I also just want to say, uh, quick tangent that like, you know, social media is the root of all evil. <laughs> and wow, we've really, we've really changed our tune <laughs> since the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> what did I say before? Like, I love social I just media. Like, I just like feel like we were, we were like social media, like, oh, that can be a positive, like hook up with people, like get in people's DMs. And now we're just like, no, it's evil. Don't do it. Well, hear me out. Here's why it is. Is that like, I didn't even notice this the first time I read the letter, but like something flared up in me um, as I was reading it of like how social media has this, um, what is it? Like virtual virtue signaling yep. um, that you can like post something and then really hide behind it. And honestly, like I know, I know a dozen people in my writing community, like a national writing community that were really vocally, you know, um, like feminists, for example, and then came out as like people who had assaulted people. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we, uh, the reason why social media is evil is because it only shows a sliver of your life and it can be a very polished intentional sliver. Sure. And also if I am, if I'm practicing what I preach, the other end of that spectrum is we don't know 
what's behind the sliver of this person's life. We don't know the work that he has done in his life, the accountability he has taken for that awkward fucking response, or not just awkward, inappropriate and deficient response that he had. Um, I don't know anything about this person other than what you've shared with me. Um, Exactly. Like something flared up in me of like, that is, that is a product of our culture in which you can, you can showboat something really publicly and then be something else privately. And also that's not the point of this response. I want to talk to you, our letter writer. Um, I want to empathize with you and say it is really um, challenging that we don't always get to see um, the villains or the wrongdoers in our stories um, come to justice. And that might be a really dramatic, you know, he's not a villain. This isn't, you know, you're not seeking this like capital J justice, but I know that feeling that you're wrestling it with right now. When you see that post and you say, nope, in the back of your mind, you're like, this is, this isn't right. This isn't true. This isn't my experience of you. And if everybody knew my experience of you, some sort of justice would come or right. it feels yep. unjust. That's, that's it what does, I feel. Sure. It feels, un- it feels unfair. It feels unjust. And, um, and it feels scary. It feels dangerous. It feels, ugh. and, and this isn't just about issues of, 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 um, sexual assault or, or, um, you know, emotional safety it's 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 everything it's like when we have an experience with someone that doesn't match the everybody else's it oh, we're sure. made to feel really alienated we've made to feel um gaslit we you know it it it's so hard for us to hold the complexities in our mind when we know what happened to us right like it's 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 difficult to say, okay, well, this person is complex and nuanced and I only had one experience with them when our mm-hmm. hurt is bigger. And on, and honestly, it should, yeah. should be bigger. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't necessarily need to hold complex and new, new, nuance for this person, right? You can just be pissed. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think that there, I think that all of that is, Absolutely true. Um, And I also think that like sometimes holding the complexity of people can be a place of healing as well, right? Mm -hmm. Where, Where having that sort of, where the resentment can give way to the idea that this is more, so much more complicated than just like this person did something bad and so they deserve to be punished. And instead sort of like, this is part of so much stuff that is bigger than both of us. Right. It's not just about the two of us. It's also about the ways in which we train boys to respond to sexual assault, the ways in which we train uh, women to respond to their own assaults. Right. Like all of this stuff is just like so much bigger than the two of you. Yeah. Um, And that might be a place where healing could come from or at least not healing, but maybe just like letting go of some of that resentment. Right. Of of getting rid of the this cause this cause this and be more like all of these things caused all of these things caused all of these things. And it's, it's just too big for us to assign necessarily. Like this should have happened in this particular way. At least that's what I've had to come to in my own healing through a lot of 
anger and resentment that I have been holding around people who have caused me lots of harm is, is letting go of resentment has to look like this is person who is a, is a really complicated person who did something really bad to me. And, and the complication of that is bigger than either of us could possibly hold in a, any sort of like, they should be punished for this, or this is so unjust, or I deserve this from them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. I, I also had this vision of I was reminded as you were talking of how I think I've moved through similar uh, emotional landscapes is is instead of trying to find, like you said, find the root of it or find the justice or or find the absolution even instead of trying to be like, oh, my God, I forgive them. They're just they were just a person, you know, like complicated like I am. Instead, I. What if you just said, like, it was really disappointing that my friend did that to me Mm -hmm. and just sit in that, sit in Mm -hmm. the disappointment. There doesn't have to be more or less and just say it was really disappointing that my friend responded that way, that that I came to him and he had that reaction. Yep. We were young and he it was still disappointing. Mm -hmm. He's capable of changing and it was still disappointing disappointing that that was my experience of him and really just validating, 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 validating that that was real. And that was disappointing. It's, you know, and that's, and that's how I let go of, cause, cause what I'm trying to focus or what I work on in these situations is how can I move through the world with so many things that I'm still processing that the world has moved on from, right? Like how, Mm. how do I, how do I do that? Well, I make space for my the statements that I know are true. Because you don't really know who he is. You don't know what he was thinking then. For sure. And but you're able to say, that was disappointing. It was, it was really, it was unfortunate that he couldn't be there for me more. I know that that was true. Absolutely. And it's, it's disappointing and it really happened even right. if he doesn't remember it, even if he doesn't re- acknowledge it, even if he thinks that he is like... God's gift to feminism, right? Like, <laughs> like all of that doesn't make what happened to you and your experience with him yeah. untrue, right? And yeah. I think that that was also something that I've had to deal with a lot with some traumatic things that have happened to me too, is being like, I was spending a lot of time trying to convince other people that something was true when really what I needed to do was believe it for myself, right? Was to hold it and say, this was a big thing that happened to you. Yes. And it doesn't matter if other people are going about their lives, doing their own things because they don't know. Right. And them not knowing doesn't mean that it wasn't true for you. It doesn't mean that it didn't happen for you. That's it. And that's, that's hard. And that took me, that has taken me years to get to. Um, and so I, I want to say that like, especially thinking about this whole situation where it was like you, you had sort of moved past this and then you saw the text again and now it's all back yeah, up. It it's all heightened all, again. Yep, all right? back. And, and that's, that's also really understandable and natural. Our healing goes through cycles where sometimes it's like, Oh, I don't think about this every day anymore. Or I, I haven't thought about that in a week. Oh my God. And yes. then some days it's like, and- 
you know why when you is go this through here a breakup, every single day <laughs> especially yeah. like a a really toxic one you want you become like an archaeologist of like where yeah. did this come from what when did it start who made this happen i want to know the root of it so i can prevent it so of course you you found yourself back at those text messages it's for sure so absolutely understandable right absolutely and and there are probably going to be things that you stumble upon in a few years that also bring up some sort of memory yep. some sort of anger some sort of resentment and and that's not necessarily a, a problem right like that's of course that's going to happen we're going to be triggered by things often and all the time and the the thing is to say like okay so what are the things that i remind myself so that i can i can process through this right i can sit right. in this and say oh yeah, of course I'm feeling really angry about this because I have the right to feel angry about it, right? Because who right. wouldn't feel angry about it in this situation? And of course I feel resentful because why wouldn't I feel resentful? This happened right. to me. This is hap This is continuing to happen to me. Right. And that can be a really scary place to be because it has to, because it, it puts some of the power back into our hands, right? Like it puts it a little bit on us to say, well, I, it's my job to start believing myself. And that can yeah. be really scary because like, it's like, oh, I, it would be so much easier if it was just, I could blame the world for everything. Or like, I could just be angry at everyone because of all of these things. Um, so I, I want to say that like, it's not easy to do this and, and it takes intentional work. It feels a little bit counterintuitive, but hopefully doing that process, uh, will will make it easier for you to sit in that resentment and and instead of fighting it say instead yeah of course absolutely here we are worthy of resentment <laughs> yes absolutely and resentment yeah. is a worthy emotion for me to be feeling about this right now yeah totally my darling, we hope that this speaks to literally anything that you're experiencing and that you feel a little a little if not less alone, some good company in all these hard emotions. And we mm -hmm. wish you luck in how you choose to move forward on your Absolutely. journey. We love Thank you, you so much. much. Thank you so much for writing and for trusting us with this question. We love you. All right, my darlings, it brings us to the blind date sake. It, it brings us, <laughs> the creature brings us to the blind date segment of the show. <laughs> it's just it like brings, Todd in a funny it costume. It puts the lotion in the skin. <laughs> In, in the skin, in the basket. Okay, on its skin. There we go. I know the reference. <laughs> You're really crushing it. Really right, crushing blind it. Blind date. It's a Friday, so we're going to give you a blind date, which is when we set you up with something that Perfect. we love that we want to send you home with. And this week, we are sending you home with... Uh, my cousin. This is like base... My uh, nepotism. Yeah. Uh, so <gasps> my cousin is, uh, is a person who does Twitch, which is super exciting. Um, and, uh, she has been going through a rough time recently. And so we've been talking much more often and she invited me to come do an interview on her Twitch stream, which I did. Uh, and she asked amazing questions. It was a super fun interview. She was really insightful about sort of what it's like to, um, be somebody who's on the internet a lot. Um, we talked a lot about like parasocial relationships and like what boundaries look like when you are, uh, um, somebody who people kind of know. Uh, and it was just a really wonderful, insightful and lovely interview. And I just really want her all the best for her. And I want her to be 
deeply supported in the work that she's doing and also just uh, the amazingness that is her. So uh, her Twitch handle is uncle underscore Rathian. That's R-A-T-H-I-A-N. If you're somebody who likes Twitch, if you like watching people play video games, um, she does a bunch of streaming as well. So check that out, see if it's for you. Um, But just wanted to shout her out and send her all of the love in the world. So uh, uncle underscore Rathian at, uh, on Twitch. You are the cutest. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want more content from us or if you would like ad free episodes, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode. That's patreon.com slash just break up pod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at JustBreakUpPod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our microphones on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things, great memes from our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his podcasts like the What If podcast or dang, that's weird on uh, Spotify or Apple. And remember, it is okay if the world is carrying around a different story than you are. That doesn't make your story any less true or any less real. Practice validating what you know to be true. You did experience that. You felt that way. It was disappointing. Practice all of the affirmation for yourself because you deserve it. And if all else fails, just break up.